2: Now, now, the Shannon in the Morning Big Show podcast.
1: CBS FM, it's Shannon in the Morning. Checking in on the Big Show star phone today is the incredibly funny Kevin Nealon. (laughs)
2: Hey, thank you very much. Good morning.
1: (laughs) Well, congratulations. Season four of your big comedy TV show, Man with a Plan, premieres tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m. on CBS 2. Can you believe you made it to season four, Kevin?
2: I can't believe it, man. You just take it a season at a time, and this will be uh, April 2nd. It'll be uh, season four will be airing.
1: You know, I'm not like a showbiz expert, but unless I'm mistaken, I think one more season and you go ka-ching, ka-ching doesn't it go syndicated? I, I'm not
2: sure what it is anymore now. I think you only need three shows to go syndicated <laughs> these days. But, uh, but yeah, there. hopefully it'll be ka for somebody, but I don't think it'll be for me.
3: The show looks really funny. I was looking at the promo for it last night with the kid, and he's, t- he's talking to Matt LeBlanc, and he says, you know, what's it going to be? You're going to be responsible around the house, or are you going to go to military school? And the kid goes... Cool military school, <laughs> and he gets this shocked It looks like a really fun show.
2: Yeah, it really is fun, and each you know each year just gets more and more involved, and um, and the characters get more and more flushed out. And I think this year is a really our best year ever.
1: We're talking to Kevin Nealon about his uh, show, Man with a Plan. CBS 2, tomorrow night, 8.30. For those people who don't know about the show, could you run a little, do a thumbnail for us?
2: Yeah, it's called Man with a Plan. I play Matt LeBlanc's older brother. And um, essentially, it's about Matt's family and how he deals with his wife going back to work. Uh, cause that was the initial kind of um, log line of it. But it's basically kind of about how these two families uh, kind of deal with their Spouses and their uh, kids, and um, and also Stacy Keach is involved. You yeah, know, he plays uh, our father, oh, cool. and uh, Susie Kurtz plays our our mother. It's just a really good cast, and I, I, you know, when we're taping it, I look around, and I think, man, these guys are all good actors. They could each have their own show.
3: Are you still doing hiking with Kevin? I'm actually posting my season
2: three finale, so I've been doing. I did about <laughs> 27 hikes this season. Who's
1: your guest while you go hiking in the season finale?
2: It's Kim Basinger. Ooh. Oh, my God. We're hiking in an, uh, an elephant sanctuary up uh, in Northern California. That's wow. my
1: favorite place to hike, Kevin.
2: Well, you know, it's funny because its uh, it, you feel like you're in Africa. This place is so beautiful, and it's mm. rolling hills and just gorgeous.
1: Talking to Kevin Nealon and... Uh, I was wondering, when you travel, when you go places around the country, when we used to be able to do that, when somebody recognizes you, which one of your many uh, experiences do they remember? Which one do they think they know you from?
2: Well, you know, it's funny, Scott, because uh, I, you know, I've seen it go, on, go through an evolution. Of uh, Initially, they you know, saw me as the guy from Channel 4. NBC, you know, SNL. Right. You know, see me across the street and they go, hey, there's that dude from SNL or there's that uh, Hans and Franz right there, you know? And then um, then it became um, Weeds, you know, Doug Wilson. Right. So it's, it's really a potpourri of things. It's, you know, people recognize me from Grandma's Boy or Happy Gilmore or, or Weeds. Or whatever. And hiking with Kevin lately, because a lot of people, when people see me now, they say, I love your show. I say, Oh, you know the man with a plan? They go, Yeah, that too. Hiking, with, I, Kevin. I, hiking <laughs> with Kevin?
1: Yeah. I could have sworn you were going to tell me that commercial with Arnold Palmer you
2: did. That too, for a while, because that played a lot. And it was great hanging out with Arnold Palmer. You know, he's king of golf right right i hung out on his golf course in Latrobe, pennsylvania where he learned how to play golf you know in, for two weeks so that was cool
1: he is kevin nealon he's in man with a plan season four premieres tomorrow night 8 30 on cbs2 we love you man thank you so much for taking time to chat with us
2: nice talking to you guys Good talking thank you to always, Scott. see you soon man <laughs> bye guys wednesday april
1: 1st 2020 I don't feel like an April Fool's Day today. Mm -mm. Just do your job, do whatever you got to do. Shannon with Patty and Dave Stewart and our friend, our Louie Louie producer, who's homebound. He's working out of his house. And he's got a lot going on there, though, because his wife uh, is a teacher, the lovely Rosanna. She has to teach from her home now. As you know, it's closed circuit and video stuff. And on top of that, he's got two kids, Alexandra and Francesco, and they're they're going to school at home, right, Louie? Right, online.
0: Yeah, the big controversy right now is that they just can't get spring break, so everybody's
1: going nuts over here.
3: Oh, boy. So no yeah. downtime.
0: Yeah. I, I understand it.
1: Sure. You know. Kind of tough. How's uh, Rosanna doing? You said that that the teachers are really getting pounded on this because they're having to do twice as much work as as the way you put it to me before, right? It's
0: very time-consuming. We have to, we, like, yeah, I'm a teacher now, too, but they're they're doing a lot of video conferencing with the kids and a lot of one-on-ones, so time just flies by. They're constantly doing this, and a lot of the parents, unfortunately, don't know how to work some of the technology related to it. So it makes the teachers' days a lot longer, and it's tough. It's really tough on them. I'm watching it firsthand.
1: We have a uh, another uh, family uh, that we're friends with, and they have a daughter who's a teacher, and uh, it's just driving her crazy. I mean, she's you got to start from the time you get up in the morning to start preparing, and uh, and then I guess it makes the day like, I don't know, 40 50% longer than it normally is for a teacher.
0: Yeah, Rosanna's not even taking lunch. She's going right to her it. There's no time. There's just so much to do. It's it's wow. insane.
1: And you said that you can actually they, it's like a Zoom they have all the kids up there that are in the class on the, on the screen.
0: Yeah, yeah, they do group chat sessions with the and they do lessons on there about a half hour at a time and that goes rotating throughout the day. And then I have Francesco now doing that with his preschool. So that that's that's fun too.
3: <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> He's
1: a funny little guy. Do Wait they get up
3: and just do? You have them getting up and just like running around the house at some point to like get the energy out because it's hard for them to just sit there like that and stare well, at been them.
0: There's a lot of a lot of cloudy, rainy days, and they love going out in the in the backyard playing right. basketball, riding their scooters, but we haven't had a chance to do that last couple of days. So they're their issue for it. They ask every day, can we go out and play? Can we go out and play? So today might be a good day for that. Yes. Otherwise, no, they're, they're in, and you know they're passing the time by watching Peter Pan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what, what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking that. about doing that same darn thing, Louie. <laughs> i never write that
0: whole movie in the last week. It's crazy.
1: I need to watch a little Peter Pan here. I got nothing to do after ten AM. I'm free.
0: <laughs> uh, I can recite it to you at
1: this point if you want. All right. And he's by the way, on top of all this he's producing our morning show. Yeah. Trying, and uh trying my best. <laughs> doing his best. Sometimes him and I we talk back and forth. Sometimes we go and mildly different directions, but it all works out. Thank you, Louie. Good job, thank you. man. And
0: I gotta thank Dave on the air because he's been amazing doing
1: this. He sure has.
0: We couldn't do this without him. You know what?
4: It's mutual, Luke because having you in one ear and Scott in the other, it's a whole different world than having just Scott in one ear. And, and the crazy <laughs> that is Scott. This is like so much better with the two of you in each ear and just flying the plane that way. Well,
1: you gotta admit, most of the time I say, go with Lou, don't listen to me. You do. You're really good like that. Yeah, yeah. Except when this morning I said, okay tell Louie, I gonna put him on he said he's i don't know and that I,
3: I know he was trying to get out of it
1: you guys had read each other's mind at that point. It's hilarious. We should also,
3: though, say thank you not on, only to Rosanna but to all of the uh, teachers out there because they're really doing double duty doing this and and yet trying to keep the kids' spirits up and teach them something. It's really pretty amazing that they have come together the way they have as well. So. You know the it, it weird is the thing about
1: it is right now it is it really is. They're doing the weird thing about that, guys. Yeah. They're not listening to us right now because they're busy. <laughs> they're working. Getting ready that's for okay today.
3: the people they're teaching some of them are listening and their parents and it's important to thank them i think yeah, yeah.
1: good job thank you patty thank uh-huh. you lou bye guys cbs fm forecast partly sunny today nice day to get out in the back and ride your scooter 54 degrees <laughs> you know i feel bad for the for the parents who you know are in apartments or little condos or something you there's, that park, Aren't the parks closed down?
3: A lot of the parks are closed down, yeah. They're really trying to keep people from congregating anywhere. And, you know, with little kids in particular, you take them to the playground, they're right on top of each other. They don't have any ability to say, no, I need to step back six feet from you or however many feet. So, yeah, no, that's not the place to take them. It's tough. I My heart goes out to anybody that's trying to deal with little kids in a house, let alone an apartment.
1: Yeah, oh, I can't imagine it, it, yeah. It's stir-crazy what they it. Oh, it's, this guy happens to be an astrophysicist. That's mm-hmm. what I was going to do if I didn't become a DJ. Sure. He's in Australia <laughs> <laughs> like
3: Oh, no, I'm long, agreeing so with you. As I was long saying.
1: as I didn't have to pass an IQ test, I'd be fine. <laughs>
3: See,
1: this Australian astrophysicist was trying to invent a device to stop people from touching their faces, but he wound up hospitalized. With four magnets stuck up his nose. Oh, well, I thought magnets I thought, are good. <laughs> I thought that if I built a circuit that could detect the magnetic field and we wore magnets on our wrist, then I could set off, set off an alarm if you brought your wrist too close to your face. Dr. Daniel Reardon of Swineberg University and Technology in Melbourne. Did an interview with The Guardian, Australian Mm -hmm. newspaper. But the would-be inventor wound up scrapping the idea to play with magnets. I clipped them to my earlobes, then I clipped them to my nostril, and things went downhill pretty quick from there.
3: (laughs) How about that? But, you know, there are people who actually sleep on magnets, not for a warning signal, but because they say that it... It helps with pain and stuff like that. So he's headed in the right direction. He's an astrophysicist, so you know. But I don't I'm not know any. Completely. How many people you know snort magnets? Yeah, I want to wear them on their nose and ears to remind Get them not to here. touch themselves.
1: You know, I was telling you about my uh, my former golf buddy, former because right. there's no golf here anymore. Yeah, right, right. Uh, Bill Callahan, remember he's the guy who the kids named the dog the new dog Marley.
3: Right,
1: And he thought it was because of Marley and Me, the movie. But the problem is Marley was a golden retriever, and they had like a little uh, wiener dog. Right. So, so he came home, and they said, we named we named him Marley. Says said, we can't <laughs> name him Marley. He's not a golden retriever. He said, no, no, for Bob Marley, because he had a little black tuft of hair on top <laughs> of his head. So he gave me, a, he has all these crazy stories. He told me when he was a kid, he grew up... Um, just outside of Greenwich in Connecticut and uh, they, the kids got these BB guns for Christmas, him and his buddies were out shooting BB guns and somebody accidentally shot him in the eye so oh, he had a ow. he had a BB in his eye so he went to the he went to the optometrist I guess, I think that's what the eye doctors call themselves and uh, he said he looked at it he didn't know what to do so he called a friend of his who's a specialist and they were thought they're gonna. They're afraid to operate. So this other guy says, "Well," uh, and the kids were, you know, at his house when this guy, the kids who had the BB guns, and he sent one of the kids home to find out what the BBs were made of. Right. Right. Came back and he said, well, "I think they're steel." So he's so this guy, the doctor, took out a magnet, laid Bill down, and, and sucked the, it out. Put the magnet by his eye and just like that. Wow.
3: How BB cool is came that? Came right out.
1: See? How about that, Dave Stewart? That's pretty awesome. I love That's that. it. Another wow. Bill Callahan story. <laughs> yeah, now, he's full
3: of them, isn't he? <laughs> he's got
1: okay, I'm he's, only giving you the short ones.
3: I know he's early, it, but you always tell great stories from him. What a sometime, life!
1: Sometimes it takes two or three holes for him to finish up a story, so I have to condense them down. Sue Aller is a, a big part of the show, and uh, she's now operating out of her home in Long Island. She has a a, a whole tribe. Of uh, young ones at her house yeah. from time to Teenagers, time. Teenagers, yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, and a lot of goofy stories. Good morning, Sue.
5: Good morning. How are you guys?
1: We're all right. How's the uh, how's the household? How's Joe holding up? Is he uh, trying to get? I know he likes to work out. And he's run trying to around. escape.
5: <laughs> yeah, he's uh, been going for bike rides every day and doing laps around the house and uh, trying to keep him occupied. While uh, the other of us are in school or working, so uh he's been having a little rough go of it lately.
3: But you told me that the one of the life saving things for him is that he's taking care of a friend's cat. Yes. And that gets him out of the house. He can oh, go to that God empty house it. where the cat yes. is. How Arnie.
1: desperate, how <laughs> exactly. desperate is Joe.
3: The highlight Joe of his is life so is cat right now. Cat sitting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How desperate is he? What are you doing? I'm cat sitting. Oh, yeah,
3: I'll be so back in an
5: hour. My friend got stuck in um, Texas, and she can't get back home. Now, who
1: did? Wait a minute, back up. A, a Which friend. one?
5: So my mom's good friend, Carolyn, is stuck in Texas. She oh. was there visiting her kids, and she can't get back home now. So we are stuck feeding the cat, and Joe loves it. She leaves the house every day, and he goes and feeds the cat, and he spends a couple of hours with Arnie. <laughs>
3: Arnie. <laughs> you
1: know what? I can imagine. I think what he's saying is I need to get away from Lucy just a little while.
3: I got to tell you, she told me the greatest story. And she and I share. We both have sons. My son recently uh, pledged for a fraternity at Rutgers in the fall, and I know how crazy that is. The kids are like, you know, there's the, the they claim they're not drinking, but you know, there's drinking. Well, there's all the hazing. Well, her son, her son is pledging now in the spring, but now he's at home. So what's he doing, Sue? So
5: he is going to the garage and drinking uh, some <laughs> beer out there and doing shotguns, and his sisters are videotaping him.
3: He's 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 hazing himself. He's Self <laughs> hazing. Self-hazing. Himself, yeah. Oh, poor baby. Oh,
5: and, and I don't want to admit this, but I've been the one to uh, drive to Dairy
3: Barn to go get the beer for him.
1: Oh. <laughs> dairy Barn, huh?
3: Well, he's not driving anywhere. So you, you know? got yeah. one guy, you got one guy in the house, cat
1: sitting, and you got <laughs> the other guy in the house out in the garage, self hazing. <laughs> Which sounds a
3: little weird, but <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it's that an interesting right. memory gotta, for him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right. So, all is well at the uh, Aller house, right?
5: <laughs> all is pretty good right now. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're in good spirits. <laughs> all healthy. All so
1: healthy. I, so that's I, guess, I guess it looks good when you're wearing those Aller strong bracelets and your cat sitting. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, dear. We'll see you later, Lucy. All
3: righty. <laughs>
1: I'm afraid to ask about the rest of the kids. We'll do that on <laughs> we'll another day. We'll save that for
3: another day. radio.com. <laughs> radio.com.
1: Radio.
4: Radio, radio.
1: And the uh, county sheriff's office in Arizona is looking for help. They got a guy as arm robbery suspect. He wore a Spider-Man mask while committing this crime. He's entered the rear of Hungry Howie's in the Valley on March 12th. He ordered one of the employees to get on the ground. He's 5'2". Got away with $300. If you know this person, contact the Panette County Sheriff's Office in Arizona. He had a Spider-Man mask on. How about yeah. that? You know, uh, in a lot of cities... Uh, robberies are down because so many businesses are closed sure a lot yeah,
3: of them. that makes sense
1: uh how about this playboy playmate Maria Lyman mm-hmm. is uh locked down in her London hotel room she's posted a message on her instagram says she's looking for a lover
3: How about that? Wait a minute and 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 she's
1: a playboy playmate. She's looking Maria. for
3: And what will that person have to do? Will they have to go in person to her? I don't know. Or is it all going to be virtual? I
1: That's haven't crazy. seen uh, I'm, I'm sure Brad's looked at the Instagram on that.
3: <laughs> That's, I'm sure guess, he hasn't.
1: So I guess she's looking for a stimulus package, Brad.
3: <laughs> oh, God. Okay. And you worry about me saying Shit's Creek on the air. <laughs> it Shadow. is
1: 842. Hello to Brad Blanks, the Australian crazo. He's uh, locked up with three kids out in the uh, East. And his wife. And his wife, but his wife is so nice and quiet. She doesn't. You never get in an argument. I mean, she doesn't start the arguments, right?
4: Oh, oh, well, she gets angry at me when I don't clean up or sweep up or things like that. Our arguments are over cleanly, you know, and me sitting on the couch. Especially right
3: now, because a lot of people are just like wandering in my house into the kitchen, cooking and throwing everything in the sink. And you're like, do something with that. It's very yes, Well, that's.
4: Yes, that's happening. She wants the big clean-up. When she wants to clean is when I want to be on a couch. So we're having that <laughs> issue at the moment. So we'll get through that. Because at about 5 p.m., I pour myself a drink and then start watching a bit of TV, play with the kids, that sort of stuff. But um, we'll get on the same that. pace soon.
1: You're yeah. part of that fifty percent increase
3: in uh, liquor, <laughs> liquor sales.
4: Well, Patty knows I'm a big softy when it comes to drinking stuff. Yeah, and last night, just beer, because I'm a beer guy. And last night I actually had two bourbons. They were what? Quite delicious.
1: Two of them. Very, I very think between place. you and Patty you're responsible for about <laughs> half of that fifty percent uptick. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's right. Well, I did get out yesterday. I did a supply run, and it, you know, I used to love the episodes on The Walking Dead when they do supply runs.
2: Right,
4: um, And unfortunately, there'd always be one person that would get left behind. So right. when you're going out by yourself, um, the odds aren't very good. But um, you know, I went to a stoppage shop, and I went through the whole place. I was in there yesterday early in the morning, and I got to the checkout, and the woman goes to me, you're not old enough to be here, as I'm checking uh. out. And I quickly looked around the shop and realized I'd actually snuck in when it was
3: the um, the seniors, The seniors.
1: Yeah. Well, wow. so far no one said a thing to me.
3: It's like the opposite of getting <laughs> carted at a bar. <laughs>
1: it is the yes, it is. You're not old enough to be you're in getting this carted line. at the grocery
3: store. <laughs> I
4: felt well, terrible, the woman just sat behind the checkout, just laughing at me. She goes, "Well, maybe everyone thought you're old." And I went, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks
3: a lot. I Did she let you buy it? Or there's
4: some gray coming out in my beard at the moment. So. Oh dear. Brad,
1: Brad, tell me how the kids are dealing with this. What are you doing to entertain the kids? Because I know that's, you're the uh, head guy yeah. in that department. Yeah, I'm the, yeah, the chief
4: editor for these kids. So we work them pretty hard from you know 8.45 to 12 noon. We have a 12 noon family lunch, which is great. And Perfect. then 1 o'clock is sort of the elective, you know, a bit of science. A bit more gym, um, and we push them through to about two thirty, and then it's a free for all. I mean, they're fighting over iPads, they're running outside, and you know. um, But you've got to stay on them because they do love the iPads. If they see an iPad in school hours, they'll grab it. So that's sort of the the issues that, that that I'm tackling there. But.
3: Um, Brad, yeah. Brad, you built this thing, and I just was, like, floored by it when I saw it when we Zoomed, uh, conferenced each other, the, this little sort of homemade greenhouse, which I think is great on so many levels, because the kids can get out there, yeah. you can get out there, dig in the dirt a little bit, and a lot of people now are wanting to, like, grow veggies or fruit. The garden centers are open. You can pick what they have available, get the seeds, even do a window box. But how did you put that thing together?
4: Yeah, so, like, it's obviously too cold at the moment to grow vegetables. So I went online, how, do I gonna, how am I going to grow them? I need a greenhouse. So I just Googled you know, homemade greenhouse, and I, this guy popped up on YouTube. It's called The Gardening Channel with James Prigioni, and he's a, he's a dude in Jersey, and he had a pretty much a how-to guide how to build a hinged hoop house. So I got to it, and I built it. Now, this guy, James, Scott, you would love him, because I know you love good broadcasters. Uh, he is an unbelievable talent on, on on these videos. His YouTube channel's got like 350,000 subscribers. Uh, he's upbeat, energetic, a good guy, lives in Jersey. But he's gone silent for the last two months, and a lot of his fans online don't know where he is. So I just hope he's all right.
1: What's his name again? James
4: Prigioni. Prigioni. And it's the gardening channel on yeah, YouTube.
3: P r i g i o n i. I'm looking at it right now. And he's missing.
4: Yeah, well, he's just not online. This is the thing with the internet. You have these people you love. You know, you become fans of, and then they sure. go dead silent. You know, for like months. And uh, we just, you know, everyone's online, like on his Facebook page. Oh, James, where are you? We miss you. We really love you. And um, he's not even
3: on Facebook.
4: He's on. He's on, but he's not checking into any of his digital platforms.
3: Oh wow, wow. Yeah. Wow, I'm, I keep turning and him Noah's. on, and I'm sorry for the noise. I was wondering where that was coming from. I'm like, no, that was, was him.
1: <laughs> oh, I got
3: you. Well, uh, turned- Brad,
1: I- it, it's not. It's not like that lady on the t- uh, tiger thing, maybe on the Tiger King, like it- maybe, maybe just uh, disappeared. Somebody didn't put him. in Carol a meat grinder,
3: Right, Scott.
1: I don't know, but or maybe it's a, like that Olivia Newton-John husband of hers. Remember that? Right. Yeah. He took off.
4: But so maybe that's he's locked right. himself in his hinge
1: 2 house that he made. It's, it's, it's very strong, I tell you. Yeah. I know, but you'd think you'd think is he, if he's red hot and his career's going like wildfire, yeah. he yeah. wouldn't just disappear like that. No, I know.
4: So if anyone knows that, can someone you know shoot me a message on Instagram or something? Because I, that's I like
3: actually it. a topic on Reddit. What happened to him? Yeah. So <laughs> isn't that weird?
1: It is. And yeah. he's on. He's got his own TV show. On YouTube, his own
4: YouTube channel. But it's huge. Like, he has, you know, 350,000 subscribers. Like, he's legitimate, makes a good living out of this.
1: He's kind of he, he, like your your gardening mentor? He is my
4: gardening mentor. And, and he has such a great personality. He's a little bit crazy, and but he's just so spirited, and uh, he goes through everything. Like, Scott, if you watch this, you would be growing tomatoes in a week in your backyard.
1: Well, that's like whenever like, I'm in a nail salon or something, and they have... The, uh, you know, the uh, cooking channel on.
3: Or HGTV,
1: right? HGTV, and I get, I'm watching some, you know, like chef work, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, man, I'd like that, because I, I I'd like people who are enthusiastic about whatever they do. I really, I don't care what it is, and they can make you interested in something that you never imagined yourself doing before. Yes, that's right. I built a greenhouse, Scott. Did you ever think I'd be able to build a greenhouse? He sucked you right in, Brad. It's a
3: hoop greenhouse, and that's what's great. It's pretty simple. It's not expensive to make. You don't need glass. It's just, it's like, Plex. what are those things, those PG? Yeah,
1: PVC pipes.
3: PVC pipes. And you lay a bit of plastic plastic
1: over it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's great. All right. I need you to get on this case and find this dude.
4: Yeah, we're gonna find him. We're gonna, we're gonna find Jane
1: Crisioni of the Gardening Channel. Yes, he's on the Gardening Channel, and that's on YouTube. A, that's funny because there's so many goofy things on cable. You'd think that the Gardening Channel, with this guy would have been on a, on cable TV, not just a YouTube.
3: Well, it's yeah. hard when you disappear periodically. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I hope. Uh, I hope nothing has. Uh, Happened to him.
4: That's right. Uh, Did you ever
3: disappear, Scott, in your career?
1: (laughs) No, not yet.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He's working on it. (laughs) We all are.
1: (laughs) Not yet. Thank you, Brad. Good talking to you. See you, Patty. Bye, Bye, honey. 8.49 at CBS FM. Shannon in the morning with Patty and the crew. How about this? Now, where else are you going to turn on a radio show and find out two things? Like, one lady says... She did not put her husband in a meat grinder. <laughs> and then another another guy comes on and says, my favorite gardener has disappeared. It's a mystery. <laughs>
3: huh? Oh you gotta admit,
1: you gotta admit, Dave, you don't get that just everywhere. No
3: we're gonna, we're gonna put out the call for James Pergioni. You won't
1: hear that on Light FM, <laughs> I guarantee you. <laughs> Eight fifty CBS FM. This is the Shannon in the morning big show podcast.